Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. Time for another Bible Chat. I'm your host, Brett Morani, and I'm here with my friend, Eric Piment. And I want to look at two passages in the book of Acts, one in Acts chapter 14 and then another in Acts chapter 28, where we see what I would just label the extreme fickleness of people. People That's exactly the same word that came to my mind, too. So fickle and can turn on a dime. And and I think we've all been guilty of this in life, where we love somebody, they're great, they're awesome, and then they do something we don't approve of or we don't like or something that hurts us, and then... We demonize them. They're the worst people that have ever lived. They're, you know, they're horrible. You know, and, and we see this. Well, go ahead and just give me a 20-second summary. I'm already in Acts 28, but but we also said, hey, this is over in Acts 14, so let's look at that one as well. Give me a quick summary of what happened in Acts 14, and then we'll look at Acts 28 as well. Uh, in Acts chapter 14, uh, Paul comes into the city of Lystra, and he sees a, uh, a crippled man who had never walked in his life, and seeing that he had faith to be healed because Paul is preaching the gospel, he tells him uh, to stand upright on your feet. He doesn't even pray. He simply commands the way that Jesus had also commanded. And the man stand up, leaped, and walked, and the people of Lystra were amazed. Mm-hmm. And they said, these people are gods. And uh, so they called uh, Barnabas Jupiter, and they called Paul Mercury, you know, or Hermes, <laughs> yeah. because he was the chief interpreter uh, of the words of uh, uh, Jupiter. And so in those cases, the priest of Jupiter comes by. He's offering sacrifices. The people were going to sacrifice to these two men. Uh, the gods have come down and walked among us <laughs> and it was because diff- of this miracle. With great difficulty, Paul had trying to stop them. and But it wasn't very much longer until Jews were sent down from other locations to un- unvert excuse me, undo, subvert, and uh, uh, demonize these men. And with simply slander and accusation, they converted the people to even stoning Paul as a blasphemer, because that would be the test, that would be the uh, penalty was to be stoned to death. And so uh, they commanded that he should be killed. <laughs> so so quick. Yeah. What, what kind of time frame are we talking about here? If, if we look at that text, can we deduce... What period is this? Isn't years later? This is just, I mean, no, this is probably a day or two later. Yeah. So within 48 hours, they've gone from you guys are gods walking among us to you guys deserve to die. We're going to stone you. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. So we go from that story in Acts 14, and now we look at Acts 28, where Paul, who had been traveling by ship, is now on this island, and they the people in- were the people were kind to them. He even describes, and this is the King James language, of course, and the barbarous people, this is verse 2, Acts 28, showed us no little kindness. In other words, they were kind to us, for they kindled the fire and received us, everyone, because of the present rain and because of the cold. And Paul was helping gather sticks for this fire, and a snake comes out and bites him, okay, fastened on his hand. Now, this is obviously a poisonous snake. They identified it as that. And so the, the people of the island, when they saw this, verse 4 says, they said, well, no doubt this man is a murderer. Though he escaped the sea because they had just, uh, you know, survived a shipwreck, yet vengeance <laughs> suffereth not to live. It's not permitting the vengeance of the gods, so to speak, are not permitting him to live, even though he survived the shipwreck. Because now, you know, now snake's going to take him out. This guy's going to die because this is what happens when you get bit by one of these snakes. But Paul, in verse five, says he just shook off the beast in the fire and felt no harm, which I I believe is a fulfillment of Mark chapter sixteen, verse eighteen, where Jesus talks about exactly, how, you know, you. 
you'll be. They still pick up de- venomous snakes or deadly snakes. Yeah. No harm will occur. So uh, then what happens in verse six? How be it? They looked when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and they said he was a god. So here we have the reverse of what happened in chapter 14. They say, this guy's a murderer. He's a bad dude because look what happened to him. But then he doesn't, it doesn't bother him at all. He doesn't get sick and almost die. He just shakes it off and goes on about his business. Well, they change their minds. Now he must be a god. Again, fickle. In, what, in one case, you're a god. Not long after, no, you're not. You deserve to die. Now, here we have the reverse. But same principle, people are so fickle. You must, you must be a horrible man. Oh, no, you're a god. Now, it happened to uh, twice here we see it in Acts. But we also, if you think about it, you go back to the Gospels with the Passion Week. How did Jesus enter Jerusalem on that Passion Week? He yeah, entered on a donkey in. with people shouting Hosanna and dropping palm leaves and their garments on the, on the ground. And I, nearly every Bible scholar alive would agree that these are the same people that a few days later are shouting what? Uh, kill him, crucify him. Yeah. You know, and, and, of course, they were whipped up by other people, in rabble-rousers, we would call them, in the crowds, the Jewish you know, leaders, but... Uh, the crowds can be very fickle, and hearts of especially crowds and mobs can be turned, and they can be turned sometimes on a dime. Yeah, yeah, can, very quickly. And this, this to me shows, uh, just it, it reveals to me the fallen condition of mankind, that, that man cannot hold, there's no self-restraint, there, and, and there's, there's lack of conviction, there's lack of research and nuance and recognizing that people are people, and, and this, this also plays into me the, the idea, it reveals to me this concept that when people do things that we approve of and that we like, we elevate them too high. And then when they do things we disapprove of or that hurt us or we don't like, then we demonize them too low as well. I, I am thinking of the uh, statement that Paul did because he was a missionary and went on many missionary journeys, definitely cross-cultural, and referred to those who call others offenders for a word. You say the wrong word, and suddenly you are an offender. <laughs> well, and aren't we seeing this in our culture lived out today? A person makes one mistake, says the wrong word, and maybe they have a—we've we, all made mistakes. We all say wrong things, but we're living in a, a culture now where you are canceled, and your life can be destroyed if you slip up one time publicly with saying something you ought not say, Right. Or using a, a, a term that was acceptable 15 years ago, but is no longer acceptable today. Right. It, it, and so there's a real sense of a blood, almost a bloodthirst in, in people that is barbaric almost, right? Well, yeah. Not to mention the preferred pronouns uh, terminology. When if, you, if you use the wrong uh, pronoun, uh, especially if you deliberately use the wrong pronoun with uh, with someone's idea, you're, you're believed to be wanting to eliminate their existence. Yeah, yeah. So just noticing here, the Bible is relevant to us today. People are fickle today. People were fickle back then. Um, but as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, we ought to be above that. And we should look at people with the eyes of Christ and not demonize people, not elevate them too high, but recognize people for who they are. They are people who have, that are sinners, who are created in the image of God. And they're capable of great evil. They're also capable, because they're created in, 
in the image of God of great good. And we need to be measured in our response to people. We need to be forgiving. And we need to look at the big picture of who they are, not just the latest thing they've done. And know that the end of the story isn't entirely over with them. God may have an entirely new purpose, and he also has a redeeming God with the ability to change them uh, if they have done wrong uh, and to forgive them and uh, without having their forgiveness and shame endure forever. The Bible says the mercy triumphs over judgment. Amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville. It is copyrighted by Brett A. Marani, 2022.